Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 46 of Learning About the Lord. This is Nikki. I thank you for joining me. We will be reading from Maria Valtorta's Poem of the Man-God, Volume 1. At this time, Jesus has brought a few of his disciples with him to go to Bethlehem to see the site where he was born. And he speaks with the Bethlehemites, and they are very, very angry with the shepherds and with the Holy Family because they believe by this time that it was all a hoax, that the shepherds were drunk and imagined that they had seen angels in the sky and that the Holy Family were just a group of poor people passing through. And what kindles their anger is when Herod sent his soldiers to slaughter their children and 32 of their children died. And some men died who tried to defend their families and some women died trying to defend their babies. So there, there's a lot of bitterness and anger and misery and resentment. And when Jesus tries to talk to them to tell them that this was not an act of lunacy on the parts of the shepherds, but the devil attacking the good people of Bethlehem and attacking the Lord, trying to kill the baby Jesus. And he announces that he is the Messiah. They throw stones at him and they drive him out of Bethlehem. And he continues on looking for the shepherds. He goes away from Bethlehem into the surrounds and he goes looking for all the 12 shepherds who were there the night of his birth. And Mary had sent him to find them, to thank them, and he wants to go and make disciples out of them. And to thank them too, because in the 30 years since his birth, and even after the slaughter of all the little babies, they have never lost hope and faith in God. They know what they saw, they believe in Jesus, they believe in the Savior, and they've suffered terribly over the years with people resenting them and hating them and them not being able to find work or or living in poverty and they live without resentment and hatred because in their hearts written by the Holy Spirit is the memory of the night when they saw the child born. So Jesus has been searching for the shepherds and he sees a group of men uh, in a meadow with many sheep about and he approaches them and he says peace be with you my friends. The three men turn around, surprised. There is silence. Then the oldest one asks, Who are you? One who loves you, answers Jesus. You would be the first in so many years, says the shepherd. Where are you from? From Galilee, says Jesus. From Galilee? Oh! The man watches Jesus carefully. Also the other two men have come near. From Galilee, repeats the shepherd, and he adds in a very low voice, as if speaking to himself, He came from Galilee, too. From which town, my lord? asks the shepherd. From Nazareth, says Jesus. Oh, well, tell me, says the shepherd, has a child ever come back to Nazareth, a child with a woman whose name was Mary, and a man called Joseph, a child who was even more beautiful than his mother, so beautiful that I have never seen a fairer flower on the slopes of Judah, a child born in Bethlehem of Judah at the time of the edict, 
a child who later fled most fortunately for the world. A child, oh, I would give my life just to hear whether he is alive. He must be a man by now. And Jesus says, Why do you say that his flight was a great fortune for the world? Because, says the shepherd, he was the Savior, the Messiah, and Herod wanted him dead. I was not there when he fled with his father and mother, when I heard of the slaughter and I came back, because also I had children, he sobs, my Lord, and a wife, and he sobs again, and I heard they had been killed, and he sobs again. But I swear by the God of Abraham, I was more afraid for him than for my own family. I heard he had fled, and I could not even inquire. I could not even take away my own slaughtered family. They threw stones at me, as they do with lepers and unclean people. They treated me like a murderer, and I had to hide in the woods and live like a wolf until I found a master. He is hard and cruel. If a sheep gets hurt, if a wolf preys on a lamb, he either beats me till I bleed, or he takes my poor pay and I have to work in the woods for other people. But I must do something to pay him back three times the value. But it does not matter. I have always said to the Most High, Let me see your Messiah. At least let me know that he is alive, and all the rest is nothing. My Lord, I have told you how the people in Bethlehem treated me, and how my master deals with me. I could have repaid them in their own coins. I could have wronged them, stealing, so that I would not suffer under my master. But I preferred to suffer, to forgive, to be honest, because the angel said glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to men of good will. And Jesus says, Is that what they said? Yes, says the shepherd, they did, my Lord. You must believe, at least you, who are good. You must know and believe that the Messiah is born. No one would believe it any longer. But angels do not lie. And we were not drunk, as they said. This man here was a boy then, and he was the first to see the angel. He drank but milk. Can milk make one drunk? The angel said, Today in the town of David the Savior was born. He is Christ the Lord, and here is a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And Jesus says, Did they say exactly that? Did you not misunderstand them? Are you not mistaken after such a long time? Oh, no, says the shepherd. Isn't it, Levi? In order not to forget, we could not forget in any case, because they were heavenly words and were written in our hearts with a heavenly fire. Every morning, every evening, when the sun rises, when the first star starts shining, we repeat them as a prayer, as a blessing, to have strength and comfort in his name and in his mother's. Ah, says Jesus, you said Christ? No, my Lord, says the shepherd. We say glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to men of good will, through Jesus Christ, who was born of Mary in a stable in Bethlehem, and who, wrapped in swaddling clothes, was in a manger, he who is the Savior of the world. And Jesus says, But in short, whom are you looking for? 
And the shepherd answers, Jesus Christ, the Son of Mary, the Nazarene, the Savior. And then Jesus says, It is I. Jesus is radiant when saying so, revealing himself to his persevering shepherds, persevering, faithful, and patient people. You, say the shepherds, O Lord, Savior, our Jesus. The three men prostrate themselves on the ground and kiss Jesus' feet, crying with joy. Stand up, says Jesus. Get up, Elias, and you, Levi, and you, whose name I do not know. Joseph, answers the shepherd, the son of Joseph. These are my disciples, says Jesus, John, a Galilean, Simon, and Judas, Judeans. The shepherds are no longer prostrated on the ground. They are kneeling, sitting back on their heels. They worship him thus, the Savior, with loving eyes, trembling lips, while their faces blanch and blush with joy. Jesus sits down on the grass. No, my Lord, you, King of Israel, must not sit on the grass they say. Never mind, dear friends, says Jesus. I am poor, a carpenter as far as the world is concerned. I am rich only in my love for the world and in the love I get from good people. I have come to stay with you, to share the evening meal with you, and sleep beside you on the hay, and to be comforted by you. Oh, comfort, says the shepherds. We are coarse and persecuted. And Jesus says, I am persecuted too, but you give me what I am seeking, love, faith, and hope, a hope that will last for years and bear flowers. See, you waited for me, and you believed without the least doubt that I was the Messiah, and I have come to you. Oh, yes, they say, you have come. Now, even if I die, I will not be upset by the fact that I hoped in vain. No, Elias, says Jesus. You will live until Christ's triumph and after. You saw my dawn. You must see my glory. And what about the others? You were twelve. Elias, Levi, Samuel, Jonah, Isaac, Tobias, Jonathan, Daniel, Simeon, John, Joseph, Benjamin, my mother always mentioned your names to me because you were my first friends. Oh, the shepherds are more and more moved. Where are the others? asks Jesus. Old Samuel died of old age about twenty years ago, says the shepherd. Joseph was killed because he fought at the gate of the enclosure to give time to his wife, who had just become a mother a few hours before, to escape to escape with this man, who was a child then, whom I took with me for the sake of my friend, and also to have children around me once again. I took Levi also with me. He was persecuted. Benjamin is a shepherd on Lebanon with Daniel. Simeon, John, and Tobias, who now wants to be called Matthew in memory of his father, who was just killed, are disciples of John the Baptist. Jonah works on the plain of Esdralon for a Pharisee. Isaac suffers very much from his back, which is bent in two. He lives in dire poverty, all by himself, at Judah. We help him as much as we can, but we have all been badly hit, and our help is like dewdrops on a fire. 
Jonathan is now the servant of one of Herod's big men. How could you, and particularly Jonathan, Jonah, Daniel, and Benjamin, get such jobs? asks Jesus. I remembered your relative Zacharias. So he's talking about John the Baptist's father, who was a priest in the temple. He continues, Your mother had sent me to him. So after Mary gave birth to the Lord Jesus, she had asked the shepherd to go and inform her cousins, Elizabeth and Zacharias. And the shepherd continues, When we were in the mountain gorges in Judea, fugitives and cursed, I took them to him. He was good to us. He sheltered and fed us, and he found work for us. He did what he could. I had already taken all Anne's herd for the Herodian, and I remained with him. When the Baptist, grown into a man, began to preach, Simeon, John, and Tobias went to him. But now the Baptist is in jail, says Jesus. Yes, says the shepherd, and they are keeping watch near Maheras, with a few sheep, to avoid arousing suspicion. They were given the sheep by a rich man, a disciple of your relative John. I would like to see them all, says Jesus. Yes, my Lord, we will go and say to them, Come, he is alive, he remembers us and loves us. And, says Jesus, I want you to be my friends. Yes, my Lord. But we will go first to Isaac, says Jesus. And where are Samuel and Joseph buried? Samuel in Hebron, he remained in Zacharias's service. Joseph has no tomb, he was burned with the house. Jesus says, he is no longer in the cruel fire, but in the flames of God's love, and will soon be in his glory. I am telling you, and particularly you, Joseph, son of Joseph, come here that I may kiss you to thank your father. And my children, says Elias, they are angels, Elias, angels who will repeat the Gloria when the Savior is crowned. Crowned king? asks Elias. No, says Jesus, Redeemer. Oh, what a procession of just people and saints! And in front there will be the white and purple phalanges of the martyrs. As soon as the gates of limbo are opened, we shall ascend together to the eternal kingdom, and then you will come and will find your fathers, mothers, and children in the Lord. Believe me. Yes, my Lord, says Elias. Call me master, says Jesus. It is getting dark. The first evening star is beginning to shine. Say your prayer before supper. Not I, says Elias. You say it, please. So Jesus repeats their prayer. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to men of good will, who have deserved to see the light and serve it. The Savior is among them. The shepherd of the royal line is with his herd. The morning star has risen. Rejoice, just people. Rejoice in the Lord. He who made the vaults of heaven and has strewn them with stars, who placed the seas at the boundaries of the land, who created winds and dew and fixed the course of seasons to give bread and wine to his children. He is now sending you a more sublime food, the living bread that descends from heaven, the wine of the eternal vine. Jesus is referring to the Eucharist himself, 
where the bread is his body, where the wine is his blood. He continues, Come to me, you who are the first of my worshippers. Come to meet the Eternal Father in truth, to follow him in holiness and receive his eternal reward. Jesus has said the prayer standing up, with his arms stretched out, while the disciples and shepherds are on their knees. Jesus talks to the shepherds and he says to them, Get together, make sure that you are all in touch with one another, and that everyone knows that I am here in this world as Master and Savior. Let everybody know as best as you can. I will not promise that you will be believed. I have been mocked at and beaten. They will do the same to you. But as you have been strong and just in your long expectation, persist in being so, now that you are mine. Tomorrow we will go towards Juta, then to Hebron. Can you come? Of course we can, they say. The roads belong to everybody and the pastures to God. Only Bethlehem is forbidden by an unfair hatred. The other villagers know, but they jeer at us, calling us toppers. Thus we will not be able to do very much here. And Jesus says, I will employ you elsewhere. I will not abandon you. For all our lifetimes, ask the shepherds. For all my lifetime, says Jesus. No, master, I will die first. I am old, says Elias. Do you think so? says Jesus. I do not. One of the first faces I saw, Elias, was yours. It will also be one of the last. I will take with me, impressed in my eyes, the image of your face deranged by sorrow for my death. But after, you will treasure in your heart the memory of the joy of a triumphal morning, and will thus await death, death, the everlasting meeting with Jesus, whom you adored when he was a baby. Also then the angels will sing the Gloria for the man of goodwill. So what I want to talk about here a little bit is just how remarkable the Lord's love is. He went to find every single shepherd who came and served him and his mother and his father at the time of his birth and early months in Bethlehem. And these people have spent 30 years not even knowing for sure if he had survived the massacre, but always believing with absolute faith and love in their hearts that the Messiah was in the world. And they did not turn their hardships into hatred or misery or wretchedness. They had every reason to say, but why did I lose my wife? But why did I lose my children? But why am I now poor and bent over with cruel masters? But they never approached life that way. They always kept their faith to God and their love for God and for Jesus and their hope and their prayer. And if you think of the rosary, the glorious mysteries, the first are faith, hope, and love. And these shepherds are perfect examples of faith, hope, and love. Thirty years, faith, hope, and love. And when Jesus comes back to them, finds them, asks them to serve him, 
they are in ecstasy. They become his disciples also and spread the word of the Lord throughout the lands. So I want to bless you all. I ask God to bless you all. And think about faith, hope, and love, and belief, and positive thinking, instead of darkness and resentment and anger. Think of faith, hope, and love. Go with God.